Okay, Rabbi we're now up to the seventh and final differentiation between the Baal Bitochoin on the one hand and the person who's not a Baal Bitochoin. That's what this Perek, Perek Hamisha, has been dedicated to. We went through six differences, and we now come to the final one. And this really puts the whole world into perspective, how we're supposed to look at it. And yet, it's almost counterintuitive to the way that we would think the outcome and the difference between the one who has Bitochen thinks about things, his attitude, and the one who doesn't have Bitochen. And we'll see, the Chavos will take us through and we'll see the truths of it and see why that is. Now let's begin. Vahashvi, and the seventh distinction between someone who has Bitochen and someone who doesn't. Someone who trusts in Hashem. Hashem is his security. Hashem is what makes him calm. No knowledge of the fact that Hashem controls everything gives him calmness. So therefore, he's not going to get frazzled. He's not going to start grieving over something that is being held back from him. If it's being held back, something that he requests to have. He's not going to get shaken up by that. Even if it's a simple thing, he won't even get upset by it. Lo yevel, he won't be saddened by that. Here is not clear exactly how to translate these words. Either it means that it's something that he loves is, is missing from him, and it could be a, an item, it could be something monetary, or perhaps it could even mean when he loses a loved one. Because Bihipokid has that connotation also, that someone is taken away. And someone who indeed is a Baal Bitochen, he has the right perspective in terms of life, this life and the afterlife. He has the right perspective in terms of our who runs the world. So he also will not become so saddened, not more than the halacha permits and demands, be pocket of when a, lo- a loved one is lost. Moving over to another area of a We had this touched upon earlier. He was, he's not going to hoard, he's not going to store up everything that he finds, he has to save it up, he has to save up his wealth, he has to save up items, who knows what's going to be. You know, they, they, when things like uh, this pandemic or other things that have happened in the past, it's you go to the uh, to the supermarket and the shelves are empty. What are people doing? Ah, who knows? We may not be able to, to get sugar. We may not be able to get paper towels. People are just are just swiping it off the the shelves. Why? Because they have no be talking. They're worried. What's going to be? Who knows? We'll be able to get it. Lo The bal be talking says, I don't have to store up. Cases and cases of water bottles. Everything should be within the right uh, amount, within an appropriate measurement. Now here we have to certainly understand he's talking about a high level. This person. That means that a person who is a Balbitokhan, but we're talking about a true Balbitokhan, would never seek even to have more than he needs for that day. 
Now that's really living at the level of the Yidden in the Midbar. Uh, the Jewish people in the desert, in the wilderness, all they had was that day's ration of man. They didn't know what was going to be tomorrow. They trusted in Hashem that He provided us today, He'll provide us tomorrow. So to live that way in this world, in our world, is certainly a, a very high level. And even if we're not, uh, we're not at that level, to say that, uh, I exhaust everything that I have today, spend my last penny and whatever I need. So today, tomorrow is a new day, we'll see what Hashem brings me. Even if we're not like that, and we can't really uh, live because that's not how we feel in our hearts, but at least intellectually we should know that that's the truth. The truth is, just like a person was not assured that he would have what he, need, what he needed today, yet he had it, and that only came from the goodness of Hashem, so the same is really true the next day and the next day. He's never assured. But that's the level. The Balbitovan says, How do I know what's going to be tomorrow? So I better save up. I better hoard stuff because who knows what's going to be. That's not the attitude of the Balbitovan. And here he gets into an interesting point now. And some people don't like to, to think about these ideas. They don't like to dwell upon it. But with the right attitude, there's nothing wrong with thinking about it. There's nothing wrong with thinking about dying, about death, if one has the right attitude. But the, the, the Chavaz is saying that a person who has Bitochen, he doesn't worry too much what's going to be tomorrow, what's going to be the next day. Because because he has no idea when his time is coming anyway. He has no idea when his allotted time will end in this world. He doesn't know when he's going to die. Nobody lives forever. And here there's something so ironic, which we, like we said before, it's almost counterintuitive to think that you would think, well, the person who has Bitochen, oh, he's secure, that Hashem will take care of him, and he'll have longevity. And the, the Russia, who just lives his life carefree, not always abiding by the Torah and its laws, he should be worried. He should be worried. Who knows how much Hashem is going to give him in this world? Who knows if it will be extended? Who knows if it will be cut short because he's not doing what? He should be worried. And yet it's just the opposite. It's just the opposite says the Chavis Avavis, that the Baal Bitochen, he's the one who's nervous, and, and say, I better use my time wisely, because I have no idea how much time Hashem has allotted me in this world. And the Rasha, the one who doesn't want to think about it, the one who wants to deny it and put it out of, it, put it out of his mind, he says, oh, I don't want to think about death. Ah, I'm going to get depressed by it. I don't want to think about it. And therefore is able to push it away, that thought, and say, yeah, things will be fine. And there's a, a subconscious thought in people that they're secure. They're secure in their lives. Many people think that. And the Mashkiach Zogazunzai pointed out, he says sometimes you can have so many people in society who see death in front of them all the time. For example, they watch the news and they see this amount of people died, this person was killed, they listened to the radio, there was this many deaths, uh, this person was murdered, there was an avalanche over here, there was this many accidents on the, on the, on the highways this, uh, this year. And they hear and they see how 
vulnerable people could be in their lives. And how many deaths there are, and yet they're somehow able to block it out. Said, no, not me. Like the Chovetz Chaim used to say, that people think they go to a Levaya, and Nebuch, somebody, somebody who they knew, someone from the community died. And in the subconscious of their mind, they say, you know, just like there's a Chevra Kadisha, just like there's a, a group, a society that takes care of burying the dead, there's also a Chevra Shalmesim. There's a society of those that die. I never signed up for that group. I never signed up for that club. I'm not a member in that club. That's what the Chavetz Chaim used to say. And people could fool themselves. They can cover their eyes to the reality that nobody lives forever. And a person has to use his time wisely to grab as many mitzvahs as he can do, stay away from as many averis as he must, learn as much Torah as he can in terms of what the Kodesh Baruch allows him, because a person is not, not here forever. And yet the person could think, hey, you know, who dies? Yeah, that's for the, for the club, those who signed up in the Chevra Shalmesim, those who signed up membership for that club. I'm not part of it. That's the way a person thinks. And the Balbitochen, who is so clear and cognizant of the fact that Hashem is the one who gives every breath to a person, he's the one who indeed says, you know, every breath can't be taken for granted. He's the one who says, I must prepare for the future. It's not a morbid thought. The marshal that the Mashkiach used to always use. He says, you see a person, it's getting late in the afternoon. You see a person on his field and uh, he's taking a break. And you say, hey, fella, you know, you better get up and start working again. Because the sun is going to go down soon. And when the sun goes down, that's it. You can't work anymore. Imagine a person says to, please, don't talk about darkness. Darkness is such a morbid thought. I don't want to hear about that. It's not a morbid thought. It's just a fact of life. It's a reality. When it gets dark, you can't work anymore. The same is true with death. It's not a morbid thought. It's just when a person leaves this world, he dies. He just, that's it. He doesn't have a chance anymore. He doesn't, that's why the, the, uh, the Vilna Gain, as we know, famous story of the Vilna Gain, he's on his deathbed and he's holding his, his, Tzitzis, the strings of his tzitzis, and he's crying. They thought he's crying because he's dying. He says, no, I'm crying because I only have now these last few moments and it's so easily able to get mitzvahs which are worth so much in the next world. When you leave this world, you can try as hard as you want. It's impossible to do even the easiest mitzvah. So that's what the Balbitochen thinks. The Balbitochen in this cheshman is, number one, he is not phased. He doesn't get upset when things don't go his way. The line that the Mashkir used to always use is, the Balbitochen can be surprised, but not disappointed. He's surprised that what he thought would go his way, what he thought that what he davened for very hard, it would come true. It would come to fruition. It didn't. Disappointment? is for the non-Balbitochen. Surprise, he can be surprised. I thought that's what, I, that's what Hashem would give me, that's what He would grant me. I'm surprised it didn't go that way. But disappointment must be this is what Hashem thought was best for me. It's a level to get to. Certainly, it's easier said than done. But that's the level we're trying to achieve. So number one, he doesn't get too upset when things don't go his way, when things that he wanted, loved ones that he had, are no longer here. And he doesn't hoard things. And he doesn't store away too much for the future. 
And one reason here he's saying he's underscoring this point is because the Balbitachin knows that he's not here forever. Continuing along, he trusts Hashem that Hashem will give him and extend his life as long as he sees fit. And Hashem, during that whole time, as long as he lives, Hashem will provide him with the food that he needs for the Tarfa Mizayna of his livelihood. Like the Gemara tells us, The one who provides life for a person is also the one who could provide the livelihood for the person. Sometimes a person is so worried, what's going to be? How am I going to have enough money to pay the bills? If Hashem provides life itself, Hashem will provide the provisions that are needed for life. As Bishol Salantari once went, met an old acquaintance of his, and the person was complaining, he says, Rabbi Yisrael, he says, I'm, I'm having a hard time, I don't know how I'm going to live. So Rabbi Yisrael says, how are you going to live? You leave it up to Hashem. What the more important question is, is how you're going to die. The person has to worry, does he have enough? Has he put away enough? Has he taken the, the time in his life to make sure to provide and arrange his affairs for how he's going to die? That's what is important. How he's going to live, that Hashem will take care of. So this is the, the, the attitude, the attitude of the Baal Bitochen. And like the, like the Chazanish we've quoted in the past, the Chazanish writes in his Sefer Amur Bitochen. He says people sometimes make a mistake and think that Bitochen is, oh, if you have Bitochen, that's it. You're confident that everything's going to go well. You're going to live long. You'll be healthy. You'll have exactly what you need. He says, short of a Navi, of a prophet coming to the person and telling him that is going to be the way it's going to be, this is the script written out for you, how does a person know that? A person doesn't know that unless he was told by a Navi. We have confidence that Hashem is providing and doing what's best for the person. But how long it will be and what it will, what it will be and what is the best for the person, that he doesn't know. That he doesn't know. So that's why the real Baal Beitach, the real Baal Beitach, the one who really trusts Hashem, is knows that this world is not forever and he's not here forever. And therefore he makes sure to prepare properly. Let's just go a few more lines. And this, and this I thought. He's not putting too much hope in the future. Why? As the Pasuk says, Don't boast too much about the future, about tomorrow. A person doesn't know what's going to happen tomorrow, what tomorrow will bring. It's true, nowadays we see we're going through a very trying time in our lives, this pandemic, the coronavirus, certainly brings home this point. Who knows? Who knows how quick it will spread to, to, to somebody and how it will affect him? We have no idea. We see that it's real because of how many people, millions and millions of people, are frightened by it and trying to protect themselves. It it really brings home the uh, the this message very clearly. That a person doesn't know what's going to be tomorrow. But for that point, therefore really the Baal Bitochen doesn't need this coronavirus to bring home that point. He understands it well just from the fact that he is a Baal Bitochen. And he knows that he's here today with, from the goodness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And what will be tomorrow, it may not be the world that he's going to be living in. Ben Sira, Ben Sira is a, an ancient 
book of sayings that's quoted often in the Gemara, and he is quoted in the Gemara in Sanhedrin, Al-Totzar, Tzoras Mochor, don't worry about tomorrow's troubles, Ki because you don't know what tomorrow will bring. Mochor Yovoi, tomorrow may come, Ve'inenu, and the person is no longer here. And he was worried, what's going to be tomorrow? What's going to be tomorrow? Hey, vey, can I, uh, uh, should I really go and, and do this good thing that I should do? I'm not sure. Maybe it'll affect my how be tomorrow. Maybe it won't be well for me tomorrow. Maybe I should save up. I shouldn't give the money to the right place that I should. What's going to be tomorrow? The person is worried so much about tomorrow. And tomorrow comes, ve'inenu. He's no longer there. Venimsa comes out mit star al oilam shene shaloi comes out that he was worried about a world that's no longer his. It's a very sobering thought that Chazala telling us. But this is the point that he's going to bring from Rabbi Yezer. I instructed his Talmidim. We have to do a tshuva a day before we die. They said, Rabbi, we don't know when we're going to die. Indeed, do tshuva today because perhaps tomorrow a person will die. So these, is a, these are again sobering thoughts that for the Baal Bitochen, he takes it in, in the right way. He takes it not with a, with a morbidity, but he takes it with a sense of reality and a sense of urgency that the person, of course, taking care of one's health, not overdoing it and, and not sleeping, just trying to keep learning straight till he collapses, obviously not. Not spending all of his money and giving it all away because who knows what will be tomorrow, obviously not. Everything with, with the proper dose of it, but with the attitude of a Balbitoch. I got to